You're right. It's time for a catch-up haiku. Cornelius was helped by the friends to woo one Princess Jackamine. Now they continue the quest to bail out Grumpo, meeting folk on the way, hopefully with shorter names. It's ten years ago, and having reached the town of Juniper, you find yourself standing in the lobby of an inn, as Grumpo picks up the keys to your room. Alright, we're upstairs, first door on the left. Dinner's being served in an hour, so we can settle in for a bit first. Oh, fantastic. Is it just one room for all of us? Brilliant. Me and Maggie are sharing. <laughs> I give you a high five. Flip you. Ah! A tub. Perfect. <laughs> it's a waterbed. We're all in it. <laughs> in it? You're like literally in it. We poke you in. Yeah. <laughs> totally clear mattress casing, so you just see blur floating around in it. <laughs> he's never looked happier. <laughs> Is Grumpo here with us too? Yeah, he's in the room. Excellent. Room for one more Grumpo. Jump past the bed. <laughs> Instead of getting into the bed, Grumpo strides over to the window, which is facing north towards the mountains, and stares out silently. What's wrong, Grumpo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Grumpo, what's wrong? You usually love a game of big spoon, little spoon, little spoon, smallest spoon, and even tinier spoon. <laughs> I do enjoy a game of cutlery draw. That is definitely <laughs> true. <laughs> I'm just thinking about tomorrow. We should enjoy this last night of comfort, my friends, because tomorrow we will begin our trek up the mountain towards the Iron Forge, and we will find no comfort there. Oh. You mean there's... There's not a Holiday Inn or anything. <laughs> travel Lodge? <laughs> Grumpo, there's got to be a Travel Lodge. Come on, come on, Grumpo, there's got to be something. Not even one attached to a pub. <laughs> Caravan Park. <laughs> All right, well, look, worst case scenario, it's a Butlins. <laughs> but... No, I draw a line. <laughs> yeah, I, we should head home if that's the case. <laughs> yeah, fuck this. <laughs> uh, Blur slips his way out of the lattice just for a moment. <laughs> Friends, it occurs to me that every moment of pleasure has the potential to be our last. Grumpo encourages us to reflect on this moment shared with friends, with slippery, wet friends, and it is a great opportunity to do so. Let us embrace this moment together and reflect upon the definite, definite death that awaits us. Yes. Just over that hill. Oh. Don't think about tomorrow. Just cuddle your friends today. Ah, yeah. (laughs) Margaret's long-held belief (laughs) in this brief period in which she was a very optimistic and friendly character in our campaign. (laughs) Ah, I had a big lunch. I'm feeling happy. Yeah, Margaret's doing well. Back in the present, you find yourself walking along a path through an orchard on the outskirts of Juniper, having recently parted ways with your new Harrigan friend Cornelius. Oh. No. <laughs> oh. oh, everybody else just remember Cornelius, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh. Let us hope that our next NPC, which stands for another person chum, is uh, as cute as the one that we have just encountered. I always thought it was new proper chum. I thought it was new people chum. <laughs> All of which are great names for snacks for dogs. Nevertheless. <laughs> Made from people? <laughs> yes. Yes, in this fantasy world. Why not? 
Why not? Delicious. Look, we've all got very similar ideas about what Cornelius means to us or meant to us. I'm, <laughs> I'm forgetting a lot about him already. Yes, people dog food. You're right. <laughs> but hey, we've got a journey ahead. We've got a Grumpo Duke Law to save. I think we've got to get our priorities straight. I think we've got to get our priorities straight. <laughs> that word wasn't straight because you couldn't get it out. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Morik. Just shut up. I mean, oh, I mean look, <laughs> where are we off to next? Juniper, was it? Oh, no one know. knows. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, wait. Let's ask Grumpa. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, no. oh, that's right. Shit. Yeah, there's no NPCs around yeah. to reaffirm your direction. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figured like we were already walking in the right direction, considering where we woke up and God put us here. <laughs> Let's just keep going in this direction. Yeah, you can actually see oh. the towers of uh, Juniper just over the trees of the orchard. <laughs> oh, oh, oh look. there. <laughs> Oh, what's, what's wrong with us today? <laughs> Everybody, we've got to get over Cornelius quick sharp. Very want- true. Impossible. We should kiss. Be in my heart forever. Who wants a kiss? As you pass <laughs> under the trees of the orchard, you hear a faint whirring of gears. Oh. Do you like to give me an investigation check, anyone that's interested? Ooh. I'm interested and I'm happy to I got investigate. that 20. Oh, right. shit. Never mind. Yeah, you guys take a back seat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Blair's eyes unfocus again. <laughs> Great. Morik, when you mm-hmm. look up into the canopy of the apple tree, you notice mm-hmm. that something is walking along the branches carrying armfuls of apples. Mm. A small robotic gnome Ooh. twists its head to the side and you hear the crackle of its voice box boot up and it says, Act of a greeting protocol. Welcome to Keaton Orchards. Would you like to try an apple? <laughs> Hello. I would quite like to try an apple, but I'm worried about this robotic fella. Hello, clockwork apple picker. Yeah, I, I will take an apple. I'd like to take your head and put it in a sack, <laughs> but instead, I'll have an apple. I suppose we shouldn't be led by our prejudices based on previous robot dickheads. Robot pricks, yeah. yeah. He's very small in comparison. I think it's fine. <laughs> Excuse me, can I pick my apple? Let us eat an apple. Okay, the three of you that said yes, please give me a dexterity check. Uh-oh! Oh, Margaret didn't roll investigation, so she was just off scuffing dirt somewhere else. <laughs> scuffing dirt like she always does. I got a 19. Oh, suck it, Mark. I got a 10. Oh, suck it. Wait. I simultaneously also achieved a 10. Oh, okay. Nice. Hey, Mark. Nice one, Blit. Good moves. Oh, yeah. You see the robot's gnome's arm wind back. <laughs> Oh, and then just Jesus. pelt an apple full force <laughs> in your direction. But you have the dexterity to just sort of grab it out the air. Wow. Nice. Ah, oh, nice. I'm cool. Unfortunately for Jump and Blag, they're not so lucky and both get beamed by apples for three points of damage for Blair. Wonder attack. One point of damage for Jump. Aww. It's the most damage Blurg's taken all campaign. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> guys, 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 guys. My HP is 69. <laughs> oh, nice. Never mind, Woo. everyone. He's all right. <laughs> he's extra all right. <laughs> he's, he's extra nice. Uh, that was a shitty thing to do, mate. He's just doing his job as apple picker and then apple giver. <laughs> he's just a little over-enthusiastic. It's not his problem if you can't catch. <laughs> ouch. Ouch. Ouch, Mark. Friend. Was it your intention to hurt us with these apples? Or are you simply 
over-enthusiastic in your delivery of your product. As you ask that of the gnome, you hear the exact same greeting echo out from amongst the apple trees as you realise that they Ah. are crawling with these small robotic gnomes. You just hear, activate greeting, activate greeting, welcome to Kia, welcome to Kia. Would you like to try an apple? Would you like to try an apple? Jesus. This is an excellent opportunity to attain many, many apples, but at what cost? (laughs) She would. I try and grab Maggie's hand and put it into the air. Oh, I'd I'd love one, please. Apples for me. (laughs) She dead stares you. (laughs) Maybe I won't, because that'll kill her. Sarah's Sarah's face then suggested, oh, Maggie's going to die now. No, no. I would... Let me try a bold new strategy here. Everybody, thank you, but no. Are you rolling a nat 24, you little prick? I'm grabbing, grabbing, fuck you, but also <laughs> grabbing Maggie's hand and putting it into the air. I see. Okay, that's an opposed strength check. <laughs> a not natural 20. An unnatural 20. An unnatural 20. Then, oh. yes, you would pull Maggie's hand into the air. <laughs> oh, I'd love one, please. Uh, give me a performance check to see if they believe that Maggie said yes or they just interpret you me. doing a Maggie voice as you saying yes. I think it's very, very fair if that is the case. <laughs> that would be a hilarious image of Jump coming over, just raising the hand and saying, oh, uh, give me some apples, please, and then just Jump gets pelted with apples. <laughs> and he died again. Just with one little arm left sticking out, holding onto Maggie's wrist. <laughs> Maggie didn't bring him back this time. <laughs> and then in, in Limbo, Tears just holding on to that same dead arm and he just boots him on the arse and <laughs> kicks him into the void. <laughs> I'm Margaret Battlehammer and I'd love uh, some lovely apples, please. <laughs> 16. I think that's convincing enough. Maggie, can you give me a dexterity saving throw rather than just a check? Because there's no way for you to catch all of these apples. <laughs> oh dear. Everything I know about Maggie suggests that she will really appreciate this Sweet prank if she survives. <laughs> and I'm going to use my ring of evasion to spend my action to automatically save on that. Ooh. Nice. Thank you. No apple death for me today. Thank you, ring. And she gives it a little kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie expertly gets out of your grip, jump, and dodges out the way as a barrage of apples pelt into the ground, exploding upwards in <laughs> apple viscera. Honestly, Maggie. I'm pretty glad that's the way it turned out. I'm just really impressed now. I'm always saying you should be impressed with me. Hello. Join the fight. Hello. Join the fight. Hello. Join the fight. Are you handing out your flyers? That's right. <laughs> the little clockwork people. I've seen their arms. They could come in handy. Hello. Join the fight. Hello. Join the, best the fight. best recruiter I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Some of them don't really know what to do with the flyer, so I'm just sticking it to their little oh, clockwork hand. <laughs> As Morik attempts to recruit a robotic (laughs) army, you see a tractor approaching down the path being driven by one of these gnomes, but riding in a trailer behind is an orc wearing a plaid shirt and a straw hat. Oh, classy. Hail and well met, friend. I don't think I've said that before. What's your... uh... (laughs) Yeah, ooh, Harker Blair. (laughs) He jumps out the back of the trailer in a sort of frantic fashion and goes, no, 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 autonomes, please cease uh, greeting protocol. (laughs) And they all sort of just stop in place in the trees. (sighs) 
I'm so sorry, folks. I, I only implemented the greeting protocol the other day, and I, I clearly need to add some specifics about how they hand the apples over. Auto, auto gnomes, please just uh, initiate collection protocol. And the gnomes begin jumping out of the tree with their arms full of apples and depositing them into barrels in the back of the tractor. This is a very impressive workforce. <laughs> I've got to agree with Blet. Got to make sure that you don't leave them too much to their autonomic behaviors. Like autonomic. You never had that. I'm scuffing dirt again. Um. (laughs) (sighs) Well, who the fuck are you then? Tell me your life story, you prick. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, uh, my name is uh, Isaac. Isaac Keaton. You're on my orchard. And you're very welcome to be on my orchard. Huh. What are you doing? Expecting some sort of invaders? Not us, I hope. Uh, No. These are not a combative force, despite, I guess, the velocity of the apples that were thrown. No, these, these are just purely for orcharding purposes. Oh, right. Cool. It, and, and you hate apples? <laughs> no, I've got, I've got quite an affinity for apples. That's why I own an orchard. It's a successful business. What's your turnover? Um... Apple turnovers. Hey! <laughs> oh, hey! oh, a pastry covered. <laughs> <laughs> Apple turnovers. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Well, don't mind me. That was a better pun than talking about business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do much of a trade in smashed apples? Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Then you're not supposed to smash them. Oh, that's awkward. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, no, the, the, the apples are meant to be gathered in a normal fashion, and then I will either <laughs> sell the apples or get turn them into cider. Oh, yeah, right. Very nice. Well, you smash them then. Yeah, yeah, but I can't use the ones that are now smashed on the ground, so I do have to work on oh. these. Autonomes. Seven minute rule. <laughs> I'm feeling like this was a lot of goods that's been destroyed here. Yes, this being the case, clearly this is a false economy. If you are hoping to cultivate apples, you probably should not pelt them at any visitor. Yeah, no, that that's on me. Uh, like I say, the robots are not meant to do that. I, I've been trying to work on them so that they would hand apples to visitors, but no, this is this is not. Not ideal. It were a sweet touch. Well, here's a thought then, mate. Maybe you shouldn't have them pelt them at us, and so they smash. Uh, I think that's just what he said. Did he work? What? I'm pretty sure that was nothing what he said. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. Hang on. And he bangs the side of his head and a whole like, chunk of apple just falls out of one of his ears. <laughs> and a piece nah. of brain. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. oh It's all right. It wasn't a good bit. Blur approaches one of the little dudes and like, Kicks it slightly to hear what happens. <laughs> does it like tip? What happens? What does he hear? Yeah, okay. Give me an attack roll. An attack roll? Oh no, this is yeah. an investigation via kick. Oh, okay. Okay, sure. Absolutely. Give me an investigation check then. This is a feel out with a toe. It's like punting a tire. Yeah. I don't attack the tire. That was a 15. Okay, but are you doing an investigation or are you doing an insight? Oh. What are you hoping to gain from this interaction? I want to figure out if this thing's like organic, if it just has robotic limbs or is it an act. They keep calling him robots, but I thought you said that they were like little... I want to kick him in like the chest and hear if there's like a dunk. <laughs> oh my oh, okay, god. Okay, testing for hollow. Ah, oh, my heart. <laughs> is this like a zombie, zombie gnomes that have been reanimated as clockwork? Is this what we're going with here? But they've been goldfingered. How del Toro-esque are these things? <laughs> <laughs> On a 15... They're very Del Toro-esque, but they're not in a horrifying way. Um, On a 15, you give it a gentle tonk in the chest. With my foot. Uh, With with your foot. You give it a gentle high kick in the chest. (laughs) (laughs) Hi-ya. 
Van Damme style. <laughs> and you hear the reverberation of metal and it just sort of jutters in place and you hear someone like a gear slightly go out of place and then click back into place. Oops. Wow. And you can see that these are fully robotic. And on a 15, you think there's something familiar Uh about the construction. I don't like that. We've only Mm. met one robot so far. (laughs) Wait, wait, have we met? No, yeah, we haven't met any others, have we? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there was someone. We just met that one very bad one. Keaton doesn't notice you doing your own little investigation <laughs> bloke, but he turns to the group as a whole and goes, I can't apologise enough for this. Can I make it up to you? Perhaps uh, perhaps I can offer you some Money. hard apple cider back at my house. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, cider's as good as money because you can buy cider with money. And we have no money. I'm going to do an Ellen and roll an insight on this guy. What? I'm calling. Get out of here, Jen. I'm calling rolling in D&D doing an Ellen now. <laughs> You're calling playing D&D or doing an Ellen. Interchange Ellen with roll. That's true. I do appreciate that Ellen was immediately like, so I'm going to roll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't appreciate it. I did. I did. I didn't appreciate I it. I forget to roll. It felt stuck up. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I Ellen'd an 11. An 11. Okay. On an 11, you don't get any sense that he is trying to trick you he seems sincere in his offer of cider oh. i'm fine with oh, this okay i'm i'm always up for a cider anyone oh yeah always always down for taking the edge off of existence i've got a hand up for to vote i'm like yeah i'm voting Morick oh, saying yes to cider yeah. <laughs> tell me friend so, as we oh sorry let me take minutes <laughs> <laughs> i pick up maggie and put her in the back of the car <laughs> yay i'm in the car <laughs> Maggie is typically very discerning about who she accepts cider from. We should follow her lead. Exactly. And I follow everything that Blur says, so I'm following him. That's true. That's true. Morik's just standing there. Yeah, I still got my, I still got my hand up. Morik's just standing there, like, and it just, just fades into the distance as we travel away in the car. Morik casually walks towards the house and just outpaces the fucking tractor. Yeah. Hello, guys. <laughs> the three of you... I throw my elk ball and I ride him there. <laughs> oh, uh, you can. Would you like to throw one of your yes, balls? Yes, but wait, what if I don't roll the elk? Oh, my God. Weasel, we ride. Roll a D8 and let me open the Nell Menagerie. Okay, hold on. What's the biggest thing I could ride? I feel like a weasel's not going to work for me. It's just a whale. Keep rolling it. Five. A five? Yeah, I think that's too small. (laughs) An Alsatian. (laughs) It might be too small, but you throw the ball at the ground and a white panther Ooh. Okay. emerges from it with a red gem in its forehead. Sounds like okay. a Pokemon for sure. Yeah, it does. No, what's, what's Pokemon? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the panther doesn't look like you could ride it, but it sort of sidles up to you and round your legs like a just a big cat. I'm down. Oh. I'll just walk there with it. It's cool. <laughs> just looking so fly. <laughs> this will be a fine companion for your stroll. <laughs> I put a couple of the gnomes on its back. Joy rides, joy rides. Can Blair ride it? Yes. Yeah, it yes. would be perfect oh my God, size yes. for Blair to ride it. Yes. <laughs> Is it immune to my poisons? My many poisons? We'll, sure. we'll say it's clothing contact with the panther skin. Hooray. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blair pulls off his pants before getting onto the bed. <laughs> I'd like to go bare back. Um, John leans over Isaac's shoulder and goes, yeah, Morit, he's, he's the one that people usually fuck. <laughs> uh, tell me, tell me my good man orc. Did you invent or create or modify these autonomes? Autonomic. Yeah, these are my inventions. Yeah, I built them all. That's deep. That's incredible. Do you know what? I wouldn't even know where to start. 
I can't even program the pig that we have at home to record all the plays that we miss. Uh, <laughs> the pig! Fun game of fantasy mad libs that was. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty impressed with how that came together because I was about to say VCR, then I thought, well, no, VCR's not a thing. Fantasy VCR, or. Oh. And I remembered. What do they have back in medieval times? <laughs> pigs. And the, yeah, well, I remembered in an earlier episode, you said that pigs were like controlling all the um, the targets in Blackthorn Heights. Oh yeah. So, oh, so I went. Wow. I'm a, this is the perks of being the editor. I'm I'm so fucking familiar. <laughs> so pigs are synonymous with technology. <laughs> they are now, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's true. I don't remember. I don't remember anything. But obviously, you will because you listen to it every week. Yeah, this is yeah, the yeah. problem. Every time, like nine times out of ten, I make a callback that is absolutely lost on everybody because I'm so yeah, just <laughs> blank faces. Yeah. We all yeah. think you're insane, just doing some Flintstones bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I have to explain it, and it's way, and it's even funnier because of that. Right, we're fake fans of this podcast. <laughs> we are. Look, we try our best. I hate it. I'm trying to gatekeep it from all of you, and it's not going very well. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's pretty amazing, man. How long have you been working on them? Oh, uh, uh, a while, probably, oof, probably around eight, nine years, give or take. Cool. And how long have you been harvesting apples here? Uh, probably a little bit longer than that. I probably started harvesting the apples before I built the robot. Did you have a prior workforce before you installed your robot assistants? Nope, it was just just me. Just me, solo solo on the, the old orchard back then. You must have uh, really upped productivity. Yeah, and product. And product. If it's also, you got more trees now. And smashed apples. Made anything else? Hmm? You made anything else? Yeah, we're all thinking the same thing, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, I can show you some of my other inventions back at the house. Yeah, sure. Oh, no. Over a nice pint of hard cider. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Lovely. Well, we better smash cut to that then. We're going to die. <laughs> I pull out my sword. Do That's I need true. to. <laughs> we should just stab him to death now. <laughs> No, 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 cider first, cider first. <laughs> Tell us, friend, where is the cider kept? Exactly which barrel? <laughs> I personally like to savour this time between when we meet a person before killing them. <laughs> hey, did you make this? You holding up Daryl's head. <laughs> Can that be the first line after a hard cut to us around the table drinking cider? So all, all the listeners and audience would be like, wait, what do they talk about in the <laughs> intervening yeah. minutes? Let me get you into the house before Paul pulls this um, <laughs> bag reveal. Nah. He said it was, he was, he was grabbing his crotch at the time. <laughs> He's become really street. <laughs> As the tractor pulls to a stop, you see a modest-sized wooden ranch house with a quaint porch and a series of sheds for storing apples. The huddled gnomes that are sat around Maggie and Jump jump off the tractor and start taking the apple barrels into one of the sheds, and uh, Isaac ushers you towards his house. You have a lovely home. Thank you. Did you build this as well? Yes, yeah. Wow. Very handy. Mm, thank you, yeah. This bloke saying that while holding on to his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> Please excuse the mess. I don't often have company over. You should invent something to tidy up. Oh. Yeah. Huh? yeah. You should invent something to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Who said that? <laughs> Sorry about that. It's just keen mind to keen mind. I'm sure uh, Isaac here knows what it's like finally being in the presence of somebody with as great an intellect as he. Mm. <laughs> Me? Yes. Him, that does spend a lot of time figuring out pronouns. Blur climbs into the sink. <laughs> Please fill this up. Inside Isaac's house is an open plan room with his bedroom, kitchen and workshop having no clear delineation. 
There are unfinished robot parts scattered all over and hanging from hooks on the wall and ceiling. And he goes over and pulls out a big jug of cider and places it down on the table, knocking some robot parts to one side as he clears space for the glasses. I love the open plan situation you have here, but tell me, is it ever difficult to switch off at the end of the day? Ooh, well, you know, wh- when really does the day end? Fair point. I guess when I go to sleep. Yeah, what is a day anyway? No one's worked that out, have they? <laughs> no, we just keep going. We, we run for a certain number of hours and then someone tells us it's the next day. <laughs> I don't know. I think we pretty much established time during the funfair episode. Oh, I just thought that was an ecosystem specifically within the funfair. Oh, funfair time, as we call it. Funfair time, yeah. Look, we're not operating on funfair time here, so we better open this cider. <laughs> Ah, delicious cider. Isaac, did you know that a robot killed me? Uh, uh, um, ex- what? Excuse me? So how long have you been living here? <laughs> <laughs> about, uh, um, uh, nine years, I, I said in the track about nine years, What a, a, ro- a robot killed, killed Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't like to go on about it very much, but yeah. Um, I like, feel it's... like you've mentioned that you died about three or four times since I met you. <laughs> Oh, 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 I think this this side is a little bit strong. But yeah, no, I did die. Big old robot called the Prince of Ruin killed me. Do you know the Prince of Ruin? Also goes by the name Daryl. <laughs> he likes the name Daryl. Uh, <laughs> I I I've heard of the Prince of Ruin as the Drider, the Drider King. He he died like twelve years ago yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, and again about yeah. <laughs> about twelve days ago. <laughs> yeah, some people brought him back, and we had to get rid of him. And uh, well, we did, but then, yeah, like he, he's kind of like my nemesis, uh, more so, more so than he is Grumpo Duclaws, actually. And uh, yeah, and he, and, he, and he killed me, but I did a really good job of annoying him. I was calling him a sucker a lot. He did. He drains his glass and he holds out his empty glass and like jiggles it in your face. <laughs> oh, please. He goes to pour you some more cider. Anyone is welcome to make another insight check. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. To be fair to um, all cybernetic beings, it must be observed that the Lord of Ruin did have the mind or at least soul of a human. Not a 20. Oh, I Ellen a 10. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen's left a lasting mark on this podcast. <laughs> Whilst Isaac's pouring the cider for Jump, Jump's just look, looking at him like dead in the eye. <laughs> well, <laughs> you see his eyes are darting around a little bit, but the thing that you really pick up on is his hand is shaking as he pours the cider into your glass. My friend, be careful. You might spill some of your precious cider. Oh, uh, sorry. Are you nervous, friend? T- I'm just tired, um, is all. Um, please uh, continue to drink. It's fine. It's fine. Um, well, friend, if there's anything you'd like to confide in us, I can assure you that we are a very trustworthy bunch. For example, we are keeping a great many secrets from you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I uh... am from each other despite my best attempts for absolute transparency in this group. <laughs> I believe we have that. Don't you think so, Maggie? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, what, what colours this uh, pink? Is that uh, elephant's breath? Uh, lovely choice. Very, very nice. Very nice. 
out of character. I have so, sorry to put a dead stop on the podcast. <gasps> what colour would elephant's breath be? Yeah, <laughs> an actual colour sound. No, is fuck. it actually? What the fuck? <laughs> what colour is elephant's a breath? Specific subtle shade of grey. Oh. Oh, is there breath? That's not what an elephant's breath is. <laughs> on a cold day, maybe. Is it a fancy paint brand. What's it? Is it elephant's breath or is it mole's breath? That's equally, worse. Yeah, no, equally vague. Elephant's breath. A warm and contemporary grey. I hate that. I hate that so much. Moles ennui. Moles ennui. <laughs> well, that exists. That exists in every mole. But uh, an elephant's breath doesn't have colour. Yeah. Oh, and, and a mole's ennui does. Anyway. <laughs> Just an uplifting mid-grey with a hint of magenta. Almost lilac in the cooler light of west-facing rooms. <laughs> Oh, don't you love how it's almost lilac in the cooler light of a west-facing room, as we can observe over here? Oh, yes, I will take another cider. Thank you very much. No secrets here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think Maggie hates her kids, so she's keeping that from us. But anyway, I I, I do believe we were talking about... That's definitely my secret. I hate my children. (laughs) She's not keeping that from us. (laughs) I I believe we were talking about... What were we talking about? The Prince of Ruin, that's it, yeah. <laughs> Prince of Ruin, he killed me. We brought, well, no, 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 we didn't bring him back. <laughs> uh, some some idiot brought him back when it was obvious that they shouldn't have done. But we had to kill him, and we did. But then he killed me. Oh, I'm, ba- I'm back. I'm back now. So that's all right. Stop shaking. Yes, but the Prince of Ruin is definitely dead, and his remains unaccounted for. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> yes, what say you? Uh, noble, noble apple monger. <laughs> He's not an apple. Noble apple. <laughs> um, I, you know, uh, thank you for stopping by, and uh, have a have a good day. And I just oh. sat down <laughs> with my leopard. <laughs> you've, you've lit a fireplace. You've pulled out a big armchair. You've put slippers on, dressing gown. You're smoking a pipe. <laughs> you broken up one of his comfy. chairs, tossed it in the fire. Hang on, please allow us to finish our ciders before we're on our way, good sir. But before you go to bed, it is customary for us to play you a sort of gratitudinous ditty to say thanks for your hospitality. And then... If this doesn't work, I'm going to use myself and sneak around the place. Oh, that's a good point. Maybe do it anyway. Yeah, we'll do that. Maybe just say it now. Say it. it. Uh, Sir, I need to use your lavatory, for I have a functioning bladder, very much like other organic beings, (laughs) and wish to empty it. (laughs) Massive stiffy. (laughs) You've been holding on to for hours. Uh, Sure, yeah, I've got an outhouse um, behind the apple sheds. Uh, The cider goes straight through people, I've been told. (laughs) Absolutely, and that's a very short distance to go with me. (laughs) So I shall... I shall make use of the facility. Thank you. Half of me is mouth to dick. <laughs> Thank you. And then he he's never stealthed before, so he's quite nervous. Oh, You got this. This shadow fell tattoo that says advantage on stealth, is that something I activate or is that passive? Did also give me dark vision, which is passive. Shadow fell, activate. <laughs> I do the moves. <laughs> Let's say it's passive for now. Okay. In honour of you, good Mr. Keaton, a song to say thanks. And then he starts to play, and then this is going to be enthralling performance. <laughs> Do you have to perform for at least one minute? If you want me to jump through these hoops, I'm ready. I've had a lot of ice cream, but um, <laughs> then you Go have forth. to succeed on a wisdom saving throw against a 16. And if you fail, you are charmed. You failed? Oh! <gasps> Side of pride. Uh-huh. Lied or died, I died. <laughs> 
this is my longest song. <laughs> thanks, a, thanks, a planks. Pranks, no thanks. No. <laughs> Just a little charming song by Jimmy. Okay. Um, that was only 15 seconds. <laughs> Versaturse. Mm. Purse a hearse. Uh-huh. And then there's a little like refrain that takes up another ten seconds, like ding ding ding. Okay, okay, no, I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll just go, for, I'll just go for a full minute. This is fine. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy taught me this. <laughs> At a certain point, this hurts us more than it hurts you, so okay. we should move on. <laughs> That's the plan. Who's the real victim here? <laughs> As he's playing this, he turns to everybody and he's like, oh, "I've got to say, this writing style is a bit limiting. I might have to work on this." And he, he turns around and he goes, "Now we're best friends forever." Yeah, you are. You are my best friend. Hi. That's right, Isaac. It's me, Young Moonfire. <laughs> it's been a while. Anyway, listen. You know, we've been talking about how amazing these inventions are. Thank you. You've been drinking a lot of cider. It's been a long time since we've seen each other. <laughs> I tell you, man, I'm all over the place, all over the gaff. But uh, you were just about to tell us what you knew about the Prince of Ruin. Oh, about the, the robotic Prince of Ruin that I built. That's the one. Knew it. <laughs> I yeah. mean, go on. <laughs> yeah, no, I I used to work at the Iron Forge, yeah, like 12, 12 years ago, something like that. Yeah, right. Right, 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 right. To, you know, I wanted to rebel against my parents. My parents were like, Isaac, get a real job. Be an artificer like me and your mum. Yeah. And I was like, fuck that. I'm going to go work for the Eternal Armourer at the Iron Forge. <laughs> Tell me about it. My parents always said, hey, stop being so stupid. I showed them. Um, but <laughs> oh. Listen, listen, everyone. <laughs> listen, guys. Is everyone else charmed too? <laughs> yes. Actually, I, I could choose to charm you all, but. Um, <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> hey, maybe taste real friendship for once. <laughs> it's a new experience with Yump. <laughs> hey, listen, this was a re- just a rebellion thing, though, right? It was just a, you know, fuck you to the to the mum and dad the whole you know family system yeah yeah this wasn't yeah this wasn't actually thinking i want to support the the prince of ruin and all of his deadly evil deeds listen i don't know if you've ever been to the iron forge it is fucking horrible there uh i didn't didn't love it but i had a good artificer background and i was good at building robotics so it was solid work for a couple of years and then didn't love it so i left i started this orchard hmm Right. So, well, I mean, you—you you remember what I just said about the Prince of Ruin uh, killing me, right? <laughs> See, here's the thing, though. I didn't put like I built him. Yeah, I built him, but I didn't put his like soul into that body. I'm not capable of like magic and stuff. I'm just an artificer. Yeah. So I'm. A, I've like. Am I culpable for you dying? Because you're not dead. You're here. No, I can see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I came back. Came back. It's uh, that's all good. Great. Yeah. So, am I culpable for you dying temporarily? A little bit. Sure. <laughs> Do I feel bad about that? Yes. You're my best friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so weird. So weird how things worked out, isn't it? Being best friends and all, and then that coming up. Like, how we never. T- it's like, how do we never talk about that before now? Mental. I know, right? Crazy. It's yeah. Maybe like I'm incredibly ashamed of it. Oh. Well, listen. 
Uh, it's all good, man. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Do you know what? Don't don't even worry about worrying about it because it's it is it is cool. I'm back. I'm a I'm a new me. I'm better, if anything, and uh, I'm gonna go outside. Bye. And he just he just gets up and walks out and sits outside. How long does charm person last for, Paul? One hour. An hour. Mm, oh, <laughs> it is an hour. I thought it was a minute, and I was getting ready, but <laughs> I was wrong. Anyway, we'll cut to Blair, who's doing stealth stuff. Blair. He's outside, sort of. What does he see? He's got three barns. He said, full of apples, apparently. Yeah. And then this place. So I guess he's just gonna, depending on how much time he has and how well his stealth checks go, he's gonna have a little peek inside each of the barns. Great. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to roll or a stealth check? Yeah, sure. I do. Well, I'm glad I got advantage because that one was a three. Twelve in total. Twelve in total? Yeah. So you enter into the barn and all of the autonomes that are just loading apples into racking sort of <laughs> turn to look at you. Oh. And go, Well, well I'm not Would you like to chuck an apple? <laughs> Now, I remember there was a correct response to this, but I forget. <laughs> no. <laughs> Welcome to the Keaton Market. Are you trying to steal Apple? No. What? No. <laughs> you see the heads start to twitch a little bit, uh, and the eyes gloss over into a dark black. Welcome to Keaton Orchard. You are stealing, stealing apples. We detect apples in your bag. We must retrieve the apples in your bag. Friends. Robotic friends. And they are pointing to the bag with the Prince of Ruins head in it. Um. My friends, there is no apple inside of here, I assure you. It is simply a tin can I like to carry around. A very large, talkative tin can. <laughs> He's a dick. <laughs> I'm going to need everyone to roll for initiative. No. I'm not even in the barn. My first stealth check. <laughs> Your 12 stealth check. <laughs> My first 12 check. <laughs> we live, we learn. Yeah, don't use, don't use stealth. Uh, okay, jump who's who's outside sobbing. Uh, oh. <laughs> Wait, what was that? Someone's trying to hurt Because he rolled a dirty 20. Oh, nice. Shit, he rolls today. That's an 8 again. A 15 for Maggie, please. And uh, Morik in his lounge chair has gotten a seven. <laughs> Sounds about right. First the mirrors, <laughs> now this. Still going to react quicker than me. <laughs> There's no way you would know that Blurg was in trouble. Jump on Dundon. He's just running in the wrong direction. Because <laughs> this is happening concurrent with Charm, friend. Mm, okay, cool. So what would you like to do in this moment, Blurg? Uh, run. <laughs> I would like to run away. You could take them all. <laughs> you could take all of those blows. Yeah, try and evade apples and run. It's like a mini game. <laughs> so, jump. As you go to stand on the porch, you see Blur come springing out of the barn, <laughs> being followed closely by about 20 autonomes. Ah... <laughs> uh. I got lost on my way to the outhouse. <laughs> oh, no, wait, why am I lying to you? <laughs> <laughs> Force of habit. Roll deception. We've got to get our story straight, man. 
Yeah, we were together the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> I can't go back. You didn't go scrumping, did you, mate? <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> I don't think I know what that means. Scrumping. Oh, that's true. You probably wouldn't Sorry. have scrumping. What's Basically, you know when, when people steal um, lemons from the tree in our street that's yeah. overhang, <laughs> overhanging the fence? Yes. That's, effect- that's effectively what scrumping is, but boys do it to, ap- oh. to apple trees in England. Oh. And yeah. it's fine. I mean, it's it's a very endearing crime. I don't know if it still happens. With their baggy <laughs> shorts and their knobbly knees and their rosy cheeks. <laughs> and their loud music. Satanic rituals and a knife crime. <laughs> <laughs> they steal the apples and do a knife crime. <laughs> Bloke, are you going to try and return to the house? Uh, yes, yes. As a matter yeah. of fact, yes, absolutely. I want to speak to uh, what's his name? That, that guy. <laughs> the only other character you've introduced in this <laughs> this episode, Isaac. I'd like to speak to Isaac. Hang on a minute, Isaac Newton apples. This is. <laughs> Nice. Not, not intentional. <laughs> I never believe you when you say not intentional, Sarah. <laughs> I think you're an Isaac Newton fan. Closeted. <laughs> big, big Newton head here. <laughs> Let me just note that down for your next birthday. <laughs> Get me an Isaac Newton bobblehead. Try How place. do I combine Isaac Newton and Pokemon? <laughs> a meta. Uh, well, no, it's not Metalug, is it? What did he become obsessed with, Isaac Newton? God, I literally know nothing about him. And spent all of his money, like. On, like, alchemy. Yeah. I think he's just spent loads of money and time on alchemy trying to, like... Bless you, sweet man, alchemy. Trying to turn his random stuff into gold, yeah. 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 I'm gonna be rich. Sounds like Sarah. (laughs) Yeah, sounds like... Exactly. (laughs) Sounds Um, like what Sarah's trying to achieve with this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And we are letting her down. So, Jump, you see Blake springing frantically towards the house and straight past you through the open door. Hello, Jump. And then the 20 gnomes <laughs> heading speedily in your direction. <laughs> right. He follows Blurin. Still facing the gnomes, he also goes back in through the door and closes it. And then, like, presses his back against the door. It's Night of the Living Dead now. <laughs> uh, gnomes. Lots and lots of gnomes. Isaac, I went into the wrong door looking for the restroom and accidentally activated your gnomes' defense procedures. I can only promise you on my word and those of my friends here that I was not scrumping. <laughs> um, no, what? They're, like, yes, okay, when the gnomes threw the apples before, that was more aggressive than I wanted, but the the gnomes don't have any protocol. Something else must have activated that protocol. Uh-oh, Prince Varun's talking to him. <gasps> yeah. He's got Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait a second. There's not. Maggie runs into the corner of the room and lifts up a BT internet box. <laughs> no! <laughs> We're doomed. <laughs> Pull it out. Pull it out. <laughs> Never I connectivity that's good in my life. <laughs> I think we need to start straw dogs in this entire place, mate. Yep. Or the very least, Skyfall it. Please help. I don't know what that <laughs> reference is. What's Straw Dogs again? Home alone in it. We're home alone in it. Okay, great. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good. I'm glad that three of us didn't know the Straw Dogs. Yeah, me neither. But I got it from Skyfall. And Skyfall is just Home Alone. Yeah. Gotcha. Everyone should watch Straw Dogs. It's the original Home Alone. Oh. <laughs> Only with added complicated sex scenes in terms of... Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Mixed consent. A perfect Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Can't believe I have to wait 10 months for that. Yep, Christmas starts in October. Okay, so now we will enact the initiative as you go to 
fortify the house mm. yeah. for many, many gnomes. Everybody set fun traps. <laughs> okay, fun, 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 fun. So, Jump, you are first. I'm going to need you to make a strength saving throw to see if you can keep the door shut with your strength alone. Mark comes over and just leans on it casually. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could do that. <laughs> I'm feeling a lot of hope with eight plus one. That's the highest number I ever heard. <laughs> Nobody knows how high that is. Because the gnomes rolled very badly in their initiative, someone else can give you the help action if they would like to right. use the <laughs> turn to help, help bolster that. Guys, <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> Thanks. Does anyone with any heft to them want to go and help out? Oh, the... oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, Maggie, okay. come on. Uh, oh, yeah, great. Good, I'm sitting still. <laughs> She just she pushes her armchair a bit back a bit so that it wedges the door. <laughs> this is the second episode where Morrig's just taken a bit of a like a so jaded. Do I have to? I'm starting to think it's maybe not a character thing. It's more of a... Hang on, hang on, hang on. John goes to Morrig's armchair and looks at Blair Maggie and goes, "Come on, push. Let's push." <laughs> I'm I'm worried that Morrig may have quiet quit. <laughs> Yes, he has glommed on to that new phrase. He knows what that means. All the animals of the Warren are doing it. (laughs) That's all right. I'll get up. I'll get up. Oh, okay. I've just got to untangle myself from all the blankets and the things that I've wrapped around myself. Hold on, hold on. Should we maybe push Morik's, you know, albeit empty chair to the door anyway? That's true. If my if my chair is pretty then big, can sit back down. <laughs> yeah, I'll just sit in the chair. Yeah, you can do magic extra from the chair. Weight, mate. Extra weight. <laughs> Let's heft the chair over and then I'll sit in it as a very extra heavy weight. Excellent. So yeah, jump did roll a nine. So someone's gonna have to help move it to move the chair. <laughs> right, hold on, I'll move. Hang on, I'll move my chair. Guys. <laughs> Oh, well, guys! I rolled a three, so someone's going to have to help us uh, out here. Uh, guys. It does feel like if Jump has already failed at the door then. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but the door is unblocked. He shuts. Oh. We don't know what the strength of the gnomes might be. Might not be a nine. Might not be a nine. <laughs> might not be. Okay. Was I next? Yeah. What about Isaac? He might not help us, though. Help us, friend. Help us, dear long-term friend. Help us destroy your creation. Think of all the times we've had together. Isaac got a one in his initiative. Oh, oh no. Look, okay. it's, it's all right. You're going to back us up. Can I do like an investigation or something to see if there's any more obvious weak points around Ellen the Ellen isn't here anymore, Jen. You can relax. Well, 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 maybe I'm just trying to show off to her, so shut up. Some, <laughs> someone's got to keep Ellen's spirit alive. You can, True. you can, Jen. Maybe she'll Thank come you. back if we keep playing proper D&D. True. Uh, <laughs> should I make it an investigation? <laughs> Investigation is good and fine. You don't need to over overthink this. Stonecraft. Also, there's not another thing it could have been. It's a 17 in that case. Unless you want to do survival. <laughs> it's an 18 in that case. You think that the windows might be weak, but the gnomes would not be able to get up to the height of the window quite yet. They would probably have to make like a World War Z gnome pile. Oh, yeah. Right, so door is priority number one. Can I go and like jimmy my warhammer under the handle so there's no way they can open the door? Yes, give me. Ooh. Ooh. I've got proficiency because it's my own brand. A lot of experience using this thing on QVC. (laughs) 
They've definitely done a spot on a television sales channel where the Battle Hammer family come on. For all of your war needs, check out the Battle Hammer. TM. Look how easily it goes through Goblin. <laughs> Not Usually we sell this for $149.99, but for today only, you can get it for the low, low price of $69.99. Yes, I know. Nice. Unbelievable. Unbelievably nice. Unbelievable. We're getting a call now. Put it through. <laughs> Hello, I'd like to buy a Battle Hammer, please. Oh, lovely that is. Look, look, how many would you like? And Joan's like, quick kids, get the pig, get the pig. <laughs> I'm feeling like it might be dexterity, but I think you can make an argument that it would be strength if you have absolutely naff dexterity. I'm happy to do it as dex. But you can use your proficiency because you are using your warhammer. <laughs> it's a 17, so it'd be either plus two or plus three. Perfect. You see that jump is maybe not applying the amount of force it would be required to rebuff 20 autonomes from smashing the door down, but you get the hammer being at just the right angle under the handle. Margaret thinks back to all those times that she's had one or more children asking her to play dollies again for the 10th time in a row, or to watch Ben 10 for a little while longer, the same episode again. And she's had to go into the garage and jimmy her <laughs> warhammer under the handle so she can just have a little bit of quiet time alone. Blair, it's now your turn. What would you like to do to Straw Dogs Home Alone Skyfall, the house? I have a really dumb idea. I don't think it'll work. No, go on. Try You've got to follow anyway. it. <laughs> I do now. Okay. I'm from a race of slavers. <laughs> is it just one of the uh, the things that emptied? The barns? Or did all of the things come out? You were only pursued for it with the gnomes from one barn, but you... Give me an insight check. Okay. Good. That's 18. You have a feeling that whatever signal was sent out would probably have reached the other barns. Shit. Okay, right. So there may Let's be more do gnomes down the line. I was hoping so, but the, okay, so the plan was leave the Prince of Ruin here, maybe like do something to dampen his effect, go to one of the other barns, waste two turns to get there at least, if it was 50 feet away, uh, open it and then say, hey, those guys are stealing apples and point at the gnomes attacking us and try and start some sort of weird civil war. But... <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> instead. <laughs> I, I, yeah, instead. Okay, does this place have a chimney? It does. Right, I'm scrambling my way up that chimney. I'm going to sh- try and snipe from the roof. Sounds good. Mm. Original feature. <laughs> <laughs> On this turn, you can get yourself right up there and oh, yeah. um, pop out the top and have your <laughs> oh, yeah. bow and arrow trained and ready. <laughs> do I need to stealth to make sure none of them heard me do it? Well, if they did, all they could do is throw apples. That's true. But that can but be if, devastating. If you'd like to make you. a stealth check, please do, actually. Yeah. I, I said that like it was nothing, but if 20 of them are throwing apples at you, you're fucked. My face. <laughs> yeah, genuinely, that was just about to, If they all managed to do three damage. All right. Uh, b- 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 oh, advantage. Yes, please. Oh, it's worse. <clears throat> That's a 19. No gnomes notice you going up. No gnomes notice. No, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Morik, 
It is now your turn in the initiative. Okay, I'd like to transform a centipede into a giant centipede. <laughs> so I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's not... Oh, that's a shame. I do want to do that, but I feel like it's not that effective in this instance. But just, I just yeah. found this one, and I enjoy that immensely. I'm going to do that later for my own benefit. That's, that's right. That's right. What's the distance between the barns and the cottage, and how far have the gnomes made it? Definitely thought about this. Um, <laughs> probably about 100 feet. Okay, alright. Um, in that case... <laughs> Such a bullshit face you're pulling that down. <laughs> 100 feet, 1,000 feet. <laughs> Tuesday. It would require someone to know, really, feet... So that's one foot. Yeah. And then two foot. And three foot. And so on. Etc. I love how you're not joining the feet up, you're just like... <laughs> Holding them, yeah, that's definitely how you measure things. Yeah, <laughs> hundred feet. So what's the, what's going to be their speed? Like twenty feet? Oh yeah, it'll take them five rounds to get to our house in that case, right? Well, no, because it took the same amount of time it took Blurg to get. Oh uh, yeah, okay. And they were yeah, hot yeah, on yeah, his true, heels. True. Uh, and you don't know their speed. Yeah, but I'm pretty smart, so autonomes are quite fast, actually. Ooh, what? I'm going to go with entangle, please. Okay. Its range is 90 feet. I'm going to max them 90 feet around the cottage. So grasping weeds and vines are going to sprout from the ground. I hate that. From the door, I guess. For uh, go for the door, at least the door. Yeah, nice. I like entangling the door is like putting a broom through the handles. It's just going to yeah. bolster it. Or like it. around as much of the front yeah. and areas where there are windows and doors. Ah. So they've got to succeed. Ah, Once they hit that entangled weeds and vines, they've got to succeed on a strength saving throw or they're restrained. Mm. Oh, Martha. Yeah. Okay. So it's now the gnome's turn. You Ugh. have done some incredible fortification efforts. And Jump was there. And we will find out how successful they were. Uh-uh. In the next episode. No! no! Just like straw dogs! Straw dogs. Straw dogs. Straw dogs. When the sky falls. Ah, bloody hell. Well, you know what's worse than one Prince of Ruin? Hundreds and hundreds of tiny gnomes, not really. On Quest Fantastic, who are Jen Blundell as Margaret Battlehammer, Nell Hild as Morick, Paul Salt as Blet, Paul Goodman as Jump Fundenden, and Sarah Keep as everyone else. Music and editing by me, the boy, with gears in his step. Thank you so much for everything, Grumpo Duclaw, for listening to episode 29. It still feels extremely weird to be here post-Jump's death and resurrection and post-Cornelius, obviously, but I think the story keeps getting wilder and wilder and... I just love where this is going and the fact that everybody is listening and getting in touch to say they love the episode just means the world to us, so thank you. If you love the show and you want to support us, then you can over at Patreon, where for as little as $1 a month, everybody, that is everybody under the sun who's also a patron, gets access to our fortnightly talkback Gab Quest, which gets personal, weird and grammar based, our Fiasco miniseries, and also now a one-shot of I Have the High Ground by Jess Levine, where Jen and I play aging thespians in a lover's spat. It turned out so, so well. We've got some more in the pipeline with some different players. There's a whole heap of stuff still to come. Seriously, thank you again for everybody who's signed up already. We also have merch. We have a t-shirt with Do You Have Friends? I Have Bears on it. It's amazing. I love it. I wear this t-shirt almost every day, much against the wishes of my loved ones and friends telling that I put my loved ones and friends in separate categories. But you can get you can get that on a t-shirt, a tote bag, a badge. There's all kinds of options there. Links in the episode description. And if you want more from us, Jen and Sarah host the 
Frankly Awesome Queer Actual Play Podcast Roll Plus Heart Jen and Salt host Jen and the Film Critic where they discuss all upcoming and new movies and Salt and I host the podcast One Good Thing where we find good things in bad movies and have done so before records even began there's a lot to like there thank you again to everybody who's listened and stuck to the nether regions of the outro it really means a lot that people keep coming back and we will see you for episode 30 on Monday the 27th of February so goodbye for now and see you then bye